Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning, but if you're mountain time, it's 7.40, central is 8.40, and eastern is 9.40. We are thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank Lomas, spelled F-R-A-N-K-L-O-M-A-S, and then putting in either Tier 90 or Solutions, the Digit 4, Anti-Aging, all scrunched together. And these calls are archived back now more than 11 years. We are thrilled to have you along with us. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast, you can pick us up live at 712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the code, put in 910022, and you can join us live, and we would be thrilled to have you along with us. So this call happens to help support your Tier 90 efforts, and that Tier 90 program when you're first start. Oh, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, by the way. And I've been with New Skin for... Oh, gee, I don't know how many years now. have to stop and think about that. Since 2009. It's been, an, it's been a lot of years. So with that being said, um, that Tier 90 program when you're first starting out, is that one really good? Clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Making sure to get... Um, Plenty of water to stay hydrated, and the current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds that you weigh. That, which, um, if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water daily. And that hydration is really important. It clears out toxins. It does a multitude of things. So, um, if you're exercising heavily, but if or in a humid area. You may have to increase that because you'll be losing body moisture through perspiration on, in both of those cases. So, and you'll have to adjust your water intake for that. Making sure to get a seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. That will give you micronutrients, macronutrients, and fiber. And speaking of fiber, guys should be getting about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need to be getting about 32 grams of fiber daily. And that does many things as well because it keeps your digestive system in good health. It clears out um, a lot of stuff that shouldn't be there. And overall, it's just, it helps, fiber also helps fill you up. So that's another good thing about it. With that being said, um, seven to nine hours of good quality rest a night is highly recommended. In doing that, you will um, actually be setting your brain up for making really good decisions the next day. You'll, um, you're clearing toxins out of your body while you're sleeping, and there's just a multitude of reasons why it's really important to get that good quality sleep. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum, but if you're not able to take them before your meals, take them with your meals. It'll still, they'll still work. They won't be quite as effective since you're taking them with the food instead of having them on board prior to the food um, hitting your system. 
um, as a substitute, I never knew when my lunch was going to start. So many times I was taking it, my supplements with my meals so that I wouldn't forget them. And so I can attest to the fact that, yes, it does work, even if you're taking it with your meals. It's just not quite as effective as it would have been if you were able to take it ahead of time. So we've talked about sleep. We've talked about water. We've talked about the number of veggies. We've talked about the supplements. Oh, exercise. Exercise. You should be doing 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. If you're just starting out, start with walking. It's the easiest, and it's the one that least requires the least amount of um, exercise gear, as I like to say. A good quality pair of sneakers and appropriate clothes if you're going outside uh, and you're off to the races. Making sure that exercise is a split between weight-bearing and aerobic. The weight-bearing helps with the balance. The aerobic helps with your circulatory system. So making sure that you're getting a balance of both is really important, especially as you're getting older. And um, if you're walking outside, chances are you'll be walking on uneven uh, ground, which actually helps with your balance. So there's that added little extra tip there. So I always look for information to share with us that will help support our TR90 lifestyle. And I've been um, sharing some information currently out of a book that's called Fat Chance, Beating the Odds Against Sugar, Processed Food, Obesity, and Disease. It was written by Robert H. Lustig, MD, MSL. And... Um, it really goes into the scientific and political backgrounds of how our food industry has gotten to where it's at and why we should probably be um, not falling into some of that, those traps, so to speak. So the first, the first part of what we did on Thursday was it says obesity is not a choice. Well, today we're going to dive into diet and exercise don't work and why they don't work and how we can um, maybe take a real good look at that. So if obesity were only about increased energy intake and decreased energy expenditure and reducing dietary intake and increasing expenditure, which is exercise, it would be a it would be effective if obesity were caused by learned behaviors, then changing those behaviors would be effective in reversing the process and promoting weight loss. Specific and notable successes have led to behavior lifestyle modification as the cornerstone of therapy for obesity. That's where our lifestyle comes in because that's we're changing learned behaviors and trying to give you some of the tools that will help boost that. There are antidotal cases of weight loss by celebrities such as Kirstie Alley or Oprah Winfrey who publicly endorse their diets as if they were the latest fashionable handbags. They share their stories on TV and convince their viewers that these lifestyle, this lifestyle change is possible for them too and that as with adding the newest fall color to their wardrobe and losing weight, 
It will make them attractive and happy. There are reality TV shows such as The Biggest Loser that documents the weight loss along with many a meltdown of normal people, quote-unquote, through controlled diet and exercise, publicity, cash prizes, constant attention are often enough to change one's diet and exercise response for a short time. In any magazine and many infomercials, peddlers of new weight loss remedies provide before and after pictures of people who have lost 100 pounds. Whether this constitutes a true lasting change in behavior is doubtful. After all, Kirstie Alley, Alley and Oprah, celebrities who live in the public eye, have gained their weight back several times until their newest miracle diet began and countless new diet books are sold and new gurus are anointed and millions of dollars are made and the cycle repeats itself. There have been numerous reports of contestants on The Biggest Loser regaining much of their weight after the show ended. Most notably, Eric Chopin, the season three winner, appeared on Oprah to tell his sorry tale of regaining at least half of the weight back after his victory. He wrote in one blog post, I'm still not back on track totally. I don't know what it is. Significant weight regain has been seen in up to one-third of the patients who have had surgery for weight loss because that, that means like the bariatric surgery. Therefore, the reason for obesity is still there. Unless it's dealt with directly, regaining will be the norm and not the exception. Strict control of one's environment through limiting calorie intake, increasing physical activity can result in weight loss. This is true as long as the environment remains regulated. A perfect example is the Army recruit who consistently loses weight due to monitored diet and vigorous activity. This also accounts for a number of the fat schools and fat camps that have sprung up nationwide. Parents send their overweight child away for the summer and are thrilled when he or she returns home thinner. If harboring parental resentment, the, so kids not too happy about that, but you know the parents are happy. There are numerous reports of Hollywood stars who bulk up for a role. Remember Robert De Niro in Raging Bull, and then lose the excess weight after shooting. Of course, they have the benefit of round-the-clock personal trainers and nutritionists to monitor their food intake. While such results are dramatic, they usually cannot be sustained. Environmental control is different from behavioral control. The real problem is not losing the weight, but in keeping it off for any meaningful length of time. That's why I say this is a lifestyle change. Numerous sources show that, all, that almost every lifestyle intervention works for the first three to six months, and then the weight comes rolling back. The number of people who maintain any meaningful degree of weight loss is extremely small. However, because behavior lifestyle modification is the acceptable treatment, the general explanation of weight gain is that it's the individual's fault. 
because he or she is choosing not to live a healthy lifestyle. The doctors and the insurance industry do not feel it's their responsibility to intervene. The same is true for children. Due to some notable and individual successes, behavior lifestyle modification is the cornerstone of therapy. However, this is not a winning strategy for most obese children. Research shows that dietary interventions often don't work. Exercise interventions are even less successful. And unfortunately for the children, at one year of age, they are unable to run on a treadmill. Also, the effects of altering lifestyle for obesity prevention are underwhelming and show minimal effect on behavior and essentially no effect on BMI. So that was the section on why diet and exercise don't work. And on Thursday, I had talked about why obesity wasn't a choice. Um, Tomorrow, I'll be delving into the obesity epidemic is now a pandemic and why um, going into some of that. And we'll probably get into even animals are raised in captivity or getting fat. So it's not just us. It's also our pets. With that being said... I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. Hope you have a great day planned for you. We'll be back tomorrow, and on Wednesday we'll have Frank, and I'll be back on Thursday again. And we'll have Victoria up on Friday. And, yes, I am doing Thanksgiving Day because, you know, this is one of those things that we just, we need this as that little extra support sometimes. Sometimes it's the motivation we need to get out and exercise or to make those right decisions or to help us figure out what some of those right decisions might be. So with that, I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. And any thoughts or comments, I warmly will welcome them. So there we have it, my friends, making sure that we're really making a good, true lifestyle change. Okay, have a great day. Oh, I will. I'm going to see what kind of trouble I can get into today. (laughs) Okay. All righty. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, bye. Okay, take care one and all. Bye-bye. Bye.